listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Along with Joel and JP and Kyrie. Sounds like a law firm. We're here until midnight. Then it's Freddie and Fitzsimmons on 98.7 ESPN. 1-800-919-3776 on Twitter. At Hardesty ESPN, at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. At the bottom of the hour, we'll be joined by Rich Samini. He, of course, of ESPN.com. Want to get caught up on what the Jets have been doing. And also, I want to find out from you, who do you think is doing a better job GM-wise, Jets or Giants? So I'm interested to hear from both fans at 1-800-919-3776. But speaking of Twitter... You know, there is a big event this weekend. It's an interesting event. It's one that, I'll be honest with you, when it comes to wrestling, I parachute in and out. (laughs) I parachute in and out. I mean, I can go as far back as, oh, what? Superstar Billy Graham, uh, Pedro Morales, uh, Bruno San Martino. I can go way back. I go way back. I can go, I can come up with, uh, you know, DMX. I can come up with, uh, superstar, uh, um, Hulk Hogan, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, and, and I, I parachute in because my grandson is a wrestling fanatic. So because of him, okay, I know about Roman Reigns. All right. I know about the big show. Uh, I know, I, so I parachute in and out with wrestling. But wrestling has always been for me a fascinating quote, sport, unquote, because it is pure entertainment, because I'm fascinated with the various storylines that they have. Uh, I get frustrated because the names change, but the line, the storyline sometimes don't. Uh, but once again, it is coming up this weekend. And it's going to be different. And the reason why WrestleMania is going to be different this year, very simply, is because there are no fans in the arena. And if there is any sport that really is accented by the fans, it's wrestling. It's the booze for the heel. It's the cheers for the good guy. It's, it, it's, it's that, it's that moment. It's, it's how the fans are into the action. Okay. And, you know, the speeches and the promos and everything, they're not the same without fans in there. You need the fans boo. You need, you need when, you need the, you need, yes, yes, yeah, you need that, you need that interaction. You need that accent. Okay, that's what you need. And so this is going to be a fascinating, fascinating situation this weekend. Plus, there's no other live sports around. And when I say live, I mean current. There's no baseball. There's no hockey. There's no NBA or college. There's no soccer. There's no no sports going on. So WrestleMania has the attention of everybody. They are the main event and they are the main event. Now they're on pay-per-view. Okay. So that's another interesting asset to this because they're on pay-per-view and obviously, you know, it costs money for you to 
watch WrestleMania unless you want to join, you know, the WWE network. Right. And if you do, you know, I would think because they're smart, they'll give you a month free and the month would include WrestleMania. So I, I, I'm fascinated to see how this will draw. I'm fascinated to see how interested you guys are about it. So I want to, we have a Twitter poll question up at hardesty ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore seven FM with sports on hiatus. Are you should be, are you going to watch WrestleMania? Okay. Now, are you watching regardless? In other words, you'd be watching whether there were sports or not. You're a wrestling fan. You're into it. Will you be watching because you're bored and want to see something live and new? You're tired of the rerun, run, run, rerun, run. You're not watching because Roman Reigns is not going to be involved. Is that the reason why you would normally watch, but you're a big Roman Reigns fan, so because he's not there, you're not watching? Or simply, you don't care about WrestleMania at all. You're just like, ah, Vince McMahon, what is he doing? Triple H, who who cares? I, I, I could, I could, I'm not interested. I'd rather watch something else. At Hardesty ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore seven. Also, you can verbally tell us how you feel at 1-800-919-3776. Triple H, along with Shawn Michael, was a heck of a tag team. I was parachuting in then, so I know about them. Okay. Uh, he was on with Golik and Wingle this morning, and he said WWE, their job, well, is to take you away from COVID-19 for a minute. We're an entertainment company, you know, and, and we kind of cross that line between both um, sports and entertainment. I, I think in this time, particularly right now, where everybody's going through this, you know, this pandemic and just unsure about everything and just nervous and hearing it and getting barraged by it 24-7, that in a time like this, you need entertainment more now than ever. And for us, if we can create a... You know, safely, obviously, first and foremost is the safety of our our staff, crew, and, and talent. But if we can create a diversion, if we can create an entertainment source that allows people to forget about all this crap for a couple of hours, then that's worth it to us. And, and um, we feel like that is our obligation, is to entertain people. And that's what sports normally does, right? What he's talking about, provide a distraction, provide entertainment, change the conversation take you away from what the troubles of your daily life are for that moment, for those couple of hours. Okay. For those few hours, that's what you want sports to do for you. And unfortunately with the COVID-19 pandemic, the way it's been, okay. Sports has become part of the news because it's all been shut down. So even MMA had a, a couple of events that they had to cancel because of the fact that they couldn't have fans in there and traveling to get to the various places that they wanted to go. But WrestleMania has a spot this weekend. And so, as I said, I am very curious to see how the response is going to be. I'm very curious to see what people are thinking about it. I'm very curious to see how this is, how this is going to play out. Because for me, this is a peek into the future. Because when baseball comes back, when the NBA comes back, when the NHL comes back, I don't care if it comes back this year or next season. 
Okay, when it comes back, there are going to be situations where there's going to be no fans. I mean, think about this. Are you running to get back to Yankee Stadium to see Garrett Cole right away? I don't think so. I don't. That's what even Major League Baseball understands that. That's why they're toying with the idea of having uh, neutral site games when they start in the event that places like New York don't exactly relax the rulings that they have about, you know, groups and social distancing and, and large groups. So that's why this. And, of course, the last thing you want which is the juggling that the major sports are going to have to do. The last thing you want is for you to let the fans in and somebody tests positive because then you got to shut it down all over again. And that's going to push back even further. So this is a peek into what the future is going to look like as far the immediate future, the, the, the new norm, right? That's the way it's going to be. There's going to be sports back with no fans. When they when the sports first come back, not gonna be any fans. So in watching WrestleMania this week, and some of their shows leading up to WrestleMania have been held with no fans in there, and it's weird. It's it just it's weird. The trash talking doesn't have the same effect for me without people in there yelling and screaming and doing other stuff. So our question for you: one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We're talking NFL draft. We're talking about the Jets. We have Rich Amini at the bottom of the hour. We're talking Jets and Giants. Want to get your thoughts on who you think right now has done, you're more comfortable with, has done a better job in restocking their team through free agency. You think it's the Giants? You think it's the Jets? You can weigh in there. Plus, on Twitter, at Hardesty ESPN, at ESPNNY, 98 underscore 7, with sports on hiatus. Are you going to watch WrestleMania? Are you watching regardless? Are you watching because you're bored and there's, Missing sports. You're not watching because no Roman Reigns. Or you just don't. You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Yeah, I want to shoot, baby. Oh, how you doing, baby? No. It's ESPN New York Tonight. On 9870 ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Taking your calls on uh, the Jets and Giants. Who has done a better job so far right now in free agency? So far, we even had a Giant fan call up and say that he thought Joe Douglas was doing a better job than Dave Gettleman. Dave Gettleman really takes a lot. He takes a lot of punishment from Giant fans. He really does. Also, we're getting your thoughts on Twitter at Hardesty ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM with with sports on hiatus. Are you going to watch WrestleMania this weekend? Watching regardless, watching because you're bored or you miss sports, not watching because of no Roman Reigns or you simply don't care. We'll update you with the uh, early stats in a moment. Right now, let's go to the phones to talk to Buddha in the Bronx. Hey, Buddha, you're next on 987 ESPN. Hey, what's going on, Uncle Larry? How you doing, big bro? Family I'm good? doing great, partner. Everybody's good. Thank you. Your folks okay? Everybody's all right. Yeah. Good. Just wishing good. everybody out there is good. You know, families are good. Hanging in there. Just wanted to show my love to um, the brother Trey 
the feeling is definitely reciprocal. Um, I'll be okay. You know, we're just going through some tough times right now, and I just mm-hmm. want everybody to be good. You know what I mean? Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. A couple of quick points there. All right. First, you had a guy called, and he said, um, talking about Clowney. First of all, Clowney's not coming here, and no big-time free agents are coming here. And um, he was actually a little wrong about Clowney because Clowney is, is actually better against the run. The and um, he's been a little bit of a disappointment. Not as a disappointment, but, you know, people thought he was going to be more of a sack master. He pushes the pocket back, but he's actually really good against the run. Now, with the Jets, um, free agency is never going to be a big deal for us as long as we have Adam Gates as our coach because he doesn't really get along well with veteran players. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that troubles me about Gates is um, when you look at the division, he's probably the worst coach in the, in the um, AFC East. You know, Belichick, of course, is better. McDermott is clearly better. And um, you can make the case that Flores is better, that he did more with less and that Gates did less with more. You know, not learning how to utilize um, um, our boy here. Le'Veon um, Bell. Le'Veon Bell. You know, um, you know, hopefully, to be quite honest with you, and I hate to say this in a, in a bad, you know, in, in a roof anything negative for the team, but I really wouldn't have a problem if the Jets kind of Went about four and 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 um twelve or five and eleven, mm. and um Greg Williams takes over as the coach because mm. Cleveland should have never let him go. You know, you saw what happened to their season when they promoted the guy who was the uh, the quarterback's friend. That's right. And um, you know, I, I really you know, we have to be honest about that. You know, it's, it's not just about um Gates not using um Le'Veon Bell. I mean, the passing game and the plays—they were so complicated. I mean, Sam Donald, we love him. You know, he's yet to play a full season. And, um, you know, we, we kind of need him to stay on the field. Some of those pass calls and, and, and the protections that he was asking him to do as a second-year player was a little bit too intricate. You know, um, you, you can get the line better all you want, but if you're going to have this guy opened up to taking those hits that he was taking, he's not going to last another season again. You know, um, I really... I was rooting for Gates, man. You know, I was rooting for a change in terms of what Todd Bowles was offering. Mm-hmm. Felt like he was a little too soft with the guys and everything like that. But Gates is like an extremist. I mean, that, yeah. that's always our problem, man. We we need a middle ground person, man. You know, somebody who can relate to the players, you know, also can get the best out of them. You know, the thing is, is that, you know, it's e- easy to blame guys and easy to say this. You know, we got one finger pointed at somebody else. We got three more pointed back at ourselves. Gase has got to do a better job of getting along with players. This is not a one-time deal. When he was out there in uh, Miami, he had a problem with, um, what was the running back's name out there? And he had a problem with him. There was another defensive player. I mean, once you have a problem, it, it, it could be a mistake. But twice, three times, you know, that's a pattern of behavior. And um, I, I'm not really confident in him. So it doesn't make a difference what free agents we get. And um, I, as much as people don't like Gellerman, you know, I have to be honest with you, you know, Looking at it from far, and especially, you know, the Jets being my team and the team that I love, mm-hmm. I have to admit it, um, Daniel Jones looks like a better prospect than Sam Donald, man. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens this year. Thanks for the call, Buddha. Um, I, I will grant you that he had a better start, uh, but I'm still waiting to see what Darnold can do uh, with a second year uh, under Gase's tutelage, uh, hopefully more of a say and taking more of a, responsibility for the plays that he likes, letting Gase know what, what, what plays he likes that he's comfortable with going to that next step and just having a second of having a full season, which is the main thing. I agree with you. Daniel Jones was more accurate. Daniel Jones 
uh, ran with the ball, which is something that Sam Donald did in year one. When he was really rolling, his ability to extend plays with his legs, that's what he did. That's when he was better. He's got to go back to that. You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Now here is the top news stories of the day with Larry Hardesty. On Bart and Han earlier today, Rashad Perryman, the newest Jet, was a guest. And he was asked a question that everybody seems to ask about their quarterbacks. Is Sam Darnold elite? I see you're an elite quarterback. Whenever you talk about uh, Sam Darnold or even hear his name, you know, you know, just before even, you know, before this process even came about, you know, you know that he's a great quarterback. You know that you, you've seen, if you watch some of his games and you see the things that he can do and uh, the tight throws that he can make and put it in places where, you know, really the only, only the receiver can make the play and his ability to break the pocket is like, it's, it's unbelievable. And I think I'm just excited, man. It's, it's going to be fun. I guess we didn't expect him to say no, right? <laughs> Perryman was also asked, all right, slot, outside, inside, where do you prefer to play? It don't matter to me. You know, if I'm on the field, I don't care where you put me slot outside. It, it really don't matter to me. You know, last year, I played just about everything. I was in the slot a good amount of times. I was, I, I started off at a Z, then Mike got hurt, unfortunately, and then had to bounce around to the X. So I'm, I'm comfortable wherever they, wherever they feel like I should be at. You know, I'm just focused on no matter where it's at, you know, just going out and playing to the best of my ability. Just catch the ball. That's what I say. Just catch the football. Right, Jet fans? Former Jet head coach Rex Ryan, oh, he was busy. Yes, he was. The one thing you know about Rex, he's opinionated and will let you know about his opinion. Like, if he was running the Dallas Cowboys, Amari Cooper wouldn't have got paid. I wouldn't have paid this guy. To me, this is the biggest disappearing act in the National Football League. He doesn't show up on the road. He doesn't show up against, when the competition's good, when he's against the top corners, that guy disappears. And to me, he reminds me, it's only one time that I can remember in, 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 in recent memory on elite receivers and disappearing acts like Amari Cooper. That was the kid that the Raiders had uh, a few years ago. Oh, that's right. That was Amari Cooper. This is who he is. And Dan, he doesn't love football. Hell with it. He stops his routes. He does all this. I wouldn't have paid this turd. No way in hell. No way in hell would I have paid this guy. To me, you pay Dak Prescott. Forget all those numbers. You know, they're number one in the league because of Dak Prescott, not because of this guy. It's a deep draft at receiver. They made a huge mistake right here. So tell us what you really think, Rex. How about that? That was on Get Up This Morning. A couple hours later on SportsCenter, Rex had a little different tune. I can't believe I said that. I used that word. Obviously, it's, uh, it was a poor choice by me to, to say what I said about uh, Amari. And anybody knows me. Know, I mean, look, I'm uh, quite honestly, I think the world of every player and have a great deal of respect for every single player in the National Football League, including Amari Cooper. Now, with that being said, I think the Cowboys uh, overspent for Amari Cooper. And the reason for it is I don't doubt that this is an elite player. He has those traits. 
but an elite receiver to me shows up on the road. He shows up against great corners, and he shows up in crunch time. And those are three things that Amari Cooper has not done uh, so far in his career. In fact, I think he's won one playoff game uh, as a uh, as a player. And all those things are how I feel about this this young man as a receiver. Um, but my uh, what I added at the end of that, you know, I want to apologize to Amari again and, and uh, hope he accepts my uh, my apology. Yeah, that was unnecessary. Rex went a little wild calling him a turd. That that was un even on Rex like he shouldn't have done that and he apologized for it so hopefully we can move on a 17 game schedule could force 2024 in New Orleans to move that's if the Super Bowl gets pushed back a week to February 11th that year as expected then it will run into Mardi Gras so the NFL the New Orleans Saints and the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation have been working on the contingency plan the most likely scenario moving the Super Bowl to New Orleans a year later though they have not ruled out trying to play the game on February 4th Bears got open competition in camp at quarterback. Surprise, surprise. General Manager Ryan Pace and head coach Matt Nagy made the announcement on the conference call with reporters. Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles both will have a chance to be the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Rich Kleiman, you know him. He is uh, Kevin Durant's agent. He was on Will Kane, and he says, you know, NHL, NBA talking about their seasons. Here's a suggestion. The NBA and the NHL happen to have the end of their seasons occur in the middle of this. And the NFL and baseball can probably start later and push back training camps and OTAs. But for the NBA, it's like, I don't know. Like, maybe it's just unsalvageable. And, and, and I get it. There'll have to be something to be figured out from the financial standpoint. And I'd love to be able to have a voice in that because I, I'm, I understand it's real. But what I do know is that maybe this just can't be fixed. Our Doris Burke says, you know, if they do come back, what happens with the condensed schedule in the NBA? This might give the league the impetus to look hard at a circumstance they wanted to look at, which was perhaps starting the season in December, be it Christmas Day or a week before or whatever the case may be, whatever that. But it sounds from Woj's reporting that they're more likely to want to be complete by Labor Day. Um, I just I have a million questions. I really do. You know, if, if we were able to pick it up and it was a shortened season, how would that impact people like LeBron and Chris Paul, who over the course of a seven game series might have more influence uh, if the condensed season affects a 34 year old different than, say, Ja Morant? Yeah, that would be a difference, right? How would they figure that out? Well, We'll see what happens. Well, Doris Burke also indicates that about getting fans back in there, maybe a vaccine would help. When I became clear of the virus, I'm the mother of two children. And my thinking was, dear God, please don't let my children get this virus. And we we saw the, the unemployment numbers yesterday, Mike Greenberg. We did. And we know what this country is staring at, what it will be like financially for so many people across the country. So disposable income is an issue. And if you're a mom or a dad, your primary thought is to your children, please don't go to a concert, a theater, right? Because until there's a vaccine, how different do we feel about our day-to-day lives in the United States of America? I, I don't know the answer to that. But I know this. The first feeling I had when I was traveling on March 11th was anxiety. And then it became fear. And it was powerful. And I don't know that until we get a vaccine, any of us feels any differently about that. 
Absolutely right. And and that's why you're going to see a lot of, when the sports comes back, a lot of empty stadiums. It's going to be with no fans in there, and you understand why. Jeff Van Gundy was on the Michael K Show, and he says very simply, firm, NBA, psst, call it quits for this season. Most people would disagree with me, but I think what's most feasible is no season at all. Until there's an immunity throughout our country or a medical protocol where we can treat the disease or a vaccine, I don't see any sports being played in our country. So you're not optimistic about the sports schedule this season, huh? I don't think baseball will be played. The NHL, I don't think, will be played. And I think football, both college and the NFL, will be either delayed for a period of time. Because right now, to me, it comes down to this. Let's say we take everybody to Vegas. So you can play without fans, but then you have to still go to the hotel eat, you're going to be exposed. And what happens when the first player, coach, official comes down with it? Again, do you cancel it once again, or are you going to play through it? I think we're underestimating the fear that everyone have because of all of the unknown. All right, Coach. What will it take for you to leave Mark Jackson and Mike Breen and coach the Knicks? The Knicks' job, no matter how much they have struggled – they're always going to be a job that's going to be highly attractive because Madison Square Garden, despite what some may say, is still an incredible place to watch NBA basketball, to play NBA basketball, and to coach NBA basketball. It will always be king in New York. That's not changing. Didn't say he take the job, though, did he? Good try, guys. <laughs> You know, we've been telling you about small businesses and all over feeling the lasting effects of this pandemic. And you've been sending an email to 987ESPN at gmail.com to let us know your story so you can pass along the word to listeners. Well, here's somebody who did that. Bell's Beef and Shakes in Belleville, New Jersey. They're still open for takeout and packaged goods. Bell's Beef and Shakes specializes in roast beef sandwiches with au jus, extra crispy wings, homemade gelato. Mmm. Shakes made with that gelato. Bell's Beef and Shakes located 190 Passaic Avenue in Belleville, New Jersey. You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, Dwayne, you're next on 98.7. What's up, Larry? How's it going? What's up, partner? Doing well. Uh, real quick, uh, regarding WrestleMania, I usually go every year, so really? I will be watching. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. I've been for the, the last five years, and um, you know, me and my wife are really looking forward to it. But I'll be watching. Honestly, I think they should have pushed it back, and they should mm-hmm. have made SummerSlam WrestleMania. I okay. think that would have been a better deal for them. They need to have a crowd. And uh, real quick, another point on the Giants. So I think the Giants should go all out to get Chase Young. If they can't get get Chase Young, I don't think drafting Akuda would be the move. Reason being, last time we drafted a corner from Ohio State, that was Eli Apple. We all saw what happened with that. I think if you can't get Chase Young, you move back and just grab one of those stud receivers who are out there. All right, Dwayne, thanks for checking in. Uh, interesting point about pushing WrestleMania back and exchanging it with SummerSlam and moving SummerSlam further back. Uh, they're not going to get Chase Young. I, I just, Washington's not giving up Chase Young. 
they're not. They're going to take him. So uh, they just have to do what you said. They're either going to get a receiver or they're going to get another lineman or they'll try to get somebody else. But it won't be Chase Young because he will be long gone. Mike is in Queens. He's next on 98.7 ESPN. Good evening, Hey, Mike, what's going on? You know, Larry, I thought I've seen everything, but uh, somebody tells me they try to go to a 7-Eleven at night and it's closed. Larry, we have now closed down on 7-Elevens at night. I, what, what, like, what else is there to close down? I mean, I, I think that's about the last thing that's still up. But, Larry, to answer your question, the Jets didn't need to add a bias. You do, you do have to fill in 50 female roster, but like the guy up front, isn't he like a backup? Mostly the sort of, if he's going to be a starter, although they do hope to draft somebody. But I think the Jets, okay, they got backups, but the offensive line, it's still, you know, they did get a, a, the center who may be something there. Maybe if they draft somebody, Lewis came on well, but they're still building, and we still haven't seen anything, you know. They have to do what they did like 10 years ago. You draft the center, Nick Mango, Brooks Ferguson, build up through the draft. Uh, and I, and Larry, I know they need a defensive end. I know they need a live receiver, but I hope they do pick the tackle, maybe move up if they have, because I, to me, I think this year, because every year, Larry, we always say, do they draft this? Yeah, they, they never do. So can you please this year draft the tackle? And the Giants, I do think they did fill their positions. I do think they fix up their cornerback uh, position. Uh, the Jets, meanwhile, released the biggest bust of all time and mm-hmm. hadn't really filled up that position, so the Jets' DB is lacking. Mm-hmm. So I think the Giants have had a better offseason. And, Larry, I've done some thinking, and this may sound insane. I hope it does. But after some long and hard thinking, Larry, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go online and buy myself a groundhog, Larry. That's right, Larry. Michael McQueen is going to go online and buy himself his own groundhog, Larry. It's going to happen. I hear you, Mike. Well, listen, if, if that's going to make you happy and thanks for the phone call, then that's what you should do because, you know, you that needs to change for you. Need to have need to have a little smile on your face. So if that's going to make you happy, I, I hope that it works out for you. I really do. Richard's in Manhattan. Hey, Richard, you're next on 987 ESPN. Larry, I was thinking that mm-hmm. 1965 Texas Western basketball team that won the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. They're always talked about as the great, you know, a great team because they were the first starting five, all black starting five to win the national championship. Mm -hmm. But when you think about it, even bigger than that, they were probably the greatest team ever to win the championship because not one of those players ever really made it big in the NBA. I think there was one guy, Lading, right? A guy named Lading. Mm-hmm. played a little bit in the NBA, ABA. That was it. In other words, they were definitely the best team to ever win the championship. I mean, you know, if you had Magic Johnson or uh, Michael Jordan or Patrick Ewing or Bird. Anthony Davis, yeah. it was easy yeah. to win a championship. Or Christian sure. Leighton at Grand Hill, Bobby. Mm-hmm. This team won a championship without a star. Yeah. And in those days, all right, uh, uh, Oscar had you know had gone on to approach Jerry West, Jerry Lucas, those guys. Uh, Walt Hazard and Goodrich, I think, were done by then with UCLA. And this was a little before uh, Lou Alcindor started. So, I mean, when you think about it, that and they never get credit for that. Nobody ever says 
that look at this team, not one NBA star, let alone superstar, forget about it, nothing. They didn't produce anybody, any big player. And yet they're never talked about in that vein, you know? They, they aren't. And you're right, Richard. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, it's a great point. And, and what you, what, what, but what you know about that team was they were the perfect team. They all knew where each other needed to be. They all knew their roles. They had a great coach and he had a perfect game plan. And when you watch the movie, that's about their, their story, uh, for them to go out and beat a Pat Riley Kentucky team that was just simply one of the great college teams at that time was a phenomenal college. Listen, it's Adolph Rupp, <laughs> you know, so for, for them to do what they were able to do there was very, very impressive. There's no question about it. And uh, you're right. A lot of folks don't talk about that. It kind of gets lost in the fact that they were the first uh, all black starting five uh, to do that and to go on and win the championship. But uh, it's true. You you don't you don't look at who they didn't have and who left there to move on. They were they were really just a perfect college team with perfect guys that played with each other. Each other knew their strengths, and it was uh, it was a it was a tremendous situation. Tremendous. Our Twitter poll question at hardesty ESPN at ESPN NY ninety eight underscore seven was with sports on hiatus. Are you going to watch WrestleMania this weekend? And the choices are you're watching regardless. You're watching because you are bored. You're not watching because there's no Roman Reigns, who's one of the top wrestlers in WrestleMania, the WWE, in case you don't didn't know, or you simply don't care. All right, here's where the numbers stack up right now. 25.3% of you say you're watching regardless. 15.2% of you say you're watching because you are bored. 1.4% of you say you're not watching because there's no Roman Reigns. So I hope Roman may need to get another agent because his contract might be renegotiated. And 58.1% of you say you don't care. Now, I'm a little surprised that so many people said they don't care only because there's not live sports on. There's nothing else live current that's on. Jay Blaze NYC, Uncle O, haven't watched wrestling since WrestleMania 12, Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart Iron Man match. But I'm going to watch this because even though it's scripted, it's a display of athleticism and it's better than nothing. Also, at Hardesty ESPN and at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM, Teresa Green 77 G says, I'm not watching. Like you, meaning me, I watched back in the late 70s and 80s, but I haven't watched much lately. The product is so bad. I just get recaps of what happened on different podcasts. And then there's a young man who uh, issued issued a challenge to me. He is Scott Stanford. He is part of the WWE broadcast. And he says, what else do you have to do, Larry Love? I'll be testing you on the results. Ah, that's Scott Stanford. He's always a character. You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN.